Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Garrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 this is Kimberly Smith Austin, and I am here with the awesome and amazing Misty Kerrigan. Woo! And today's show is all about Happy New Happy Year! Year! Woo! Hey, Kimberly, yes? it's only December 18th. Oh, but I thought it was all about the new year. But that's still weeks away. Well, you're right. But you know what? Here's what I've learned over the years. People that I work with, especially my runners, we don't wait to race day to get ready. We prepare weeks in advance to make sure that when race day happens, we are ready for the road ahead. And that's the same thing with New Year's. It's about maybe two weeks away. So why wait until New Year's Day to say, go, let's get going and get ready now, Misty. Yes, let's clear the energy, let's clear the clutter, let's clear the crap, get 2020 out in these next two weeks so that we're ready to bring in the New Year's. Yes, yes, yes. How but, I, yes. I want to say, I want to, the elephant in the room is, do you know what people like to do at New Year's? What's that? They set resolutions. Ooh. And I feel they have great intentions, right? Yes. This year's going to be different. Money, finances, health. You know, I and I agree with you. When I think about this whole resolution concept, as a young adult, you know, I learned that resolutions wasn't the answer. Instead, it was all about results. Ooh. And so I focused my life on results. And yes, I set goals, but I don't set resolutions because studies have shown that those that set resolution, they're dead within a month. And even in many cases before that. So today's <laughs> show, we're going to talk about not resolutions, but instead results. If you are ready to achieve some results, you're in the right place, friends. You're in the right place. Get ready. So Misty, where do we start? What do we talk about first? So 2021, I think what's first thing we talk about is the preparedness. You have two weeks when you start listening to this today on what you need to do to let the other stuff go. Uh, journal it, write it down, burn it, throw it, whatever you need to do to release the energy of 2020. It's been a wonky year. We, we don't know what 2021 is going to bring, but if we learned anything in 2020 is that nothing has to set us back. We could take any circumstance and we could still accomplish any goal. Do you know in 2020, there are new millionaires because of 2020? Yes. Yeah. So we really want to focus on some steps to be able to turn our resolutions into results. Yes, yes. But I think before we do that, Misty, we need to address one thing. Now, just to give you a clarity, we're going to talk about a bunch of R's, R-E's, results, 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 right? But they're going to start with R-E. For example, the first thing we need to address is this reason why so many people don't achieve, whether they call it results or goals or things of that nature, what stops them? And I found that it's their reasons, right? The <laughs> stories, the lies they tell themselves that prevent them from actually achieving the success that they want. 
They're saying, I want to get healthy, but then their actions are not congruent with that decision or that desire. We've got to put those reasons to bed and make time for results. I love it. I really believe when we set an intention, and I know it's personal for me when I do this, when I'm like, okay, I'm really going to focus on my health. It's like the universe goes, okay, you really want it. Let me test you. So literally on a Monday, I could be like, I'm going to focus on my health. And my work on a Tuesday will be like, it's Donut Tuesday, free donuts. <laughs> and I'm like, well, they're free. So I automatically within 10 hours contradicted what it is that I really want. Yes. So, And you're right. There's always going to be reasons. And I love when I do my coaching, I always say there's always going to be Donut Tuesday. Right. So the reasons have to be bigger than the distractions. Yes. You know, just recently, I think it was about two days ago, I had a conversation with one of my clients and I said, do you want to make money or make excuses? And in (laughs) my opinion, reasons is the reason they weren't doing the work and the tasks that I challenged them to do as their coach. And when you think about that, when you're building a business or you're looking to lose weight or you're looking to turn something around, we have to recognize these reasons are the things that stop us from seeing the success that our heart desires. So let's take make a decision today that we want to nix those reasons in the bud. And you do that by simply making the decision and maybe partnering with someone that can help you put them to the curve. Like me and Misty, we're real world people. If you need a coach to support you and help you turn those reasons around from reasons to results, we can help you. But let's get into our conversation today. One of the things we want to talk about as you move from resolutions to results, a couple of things you need to do. One of the things we realized was focus on refocus. I said focus on refocusing, right? When you think about 2021 coming to light, and Misty said it also well, 2020 was in some eyes a bust. Many people can't <laughs> remember the year at all because it came and it went. 12 months, eight months, nine months, and boom, it's gone. But truth be told, if we take a step back and refocus, you know, I use my glasses as example, refocus on what you see out of that lens. And everything's about perspective. For me, I saw, yes, it was a time of change. Yes, it was a time of isolation. Yes, it was a time like no other. But I also sought that time out and decided that I was going to make some change for my life. Misty and I, we got together, we got on Zooms and we created our new book, Millions of Possibilities. We created programs. And like she said, people have become millionaires as a result of refocusing. Are you ready to refocus? Put the things of the past behind, take the opportunities and those lessons learned and move it forward with you so we can refocus and move from resolutions to results. Now, when it comes to refocus, one of the things you have to be aware of is you might still have those thoughts. 2021 is going to suck. And the refocus, I love to say a, a tool of refocus is regrouping. And you may have to regroup in the moment when you have that first thought like, oh, 2021 is going to be worse than 2020. Stop in the moment, regroup, take your breath, shake your arms, do what you need to do. And then that's where you refocus your thoughts. You might never get to the point where your thoughts are just positive right away. You might always have to regroup in the moment. I personally believe though, your mind is like a muscle. 
Yeah. And the more that you're able to regroup faster, it's going to be faster. And you might not even notice it because you're regrouping faster than your original thought of doom and gloom. For some people, they're just worry warts. Yeah. They have that inclination of always to think of the worst. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm saying that if that's you, if it's always to the worst, regroup, regroup and get it to where it, at least a step better. Because you're why people 92% don't reach their goals is because the excuses, the reasoning outweighs it, right? So I want to get healthy. That's going to have me going to the gym. But my reasons might be like, I worked hard today. Mm -hmm. I got so much to do at home. It's selfish that I've been at work all day. Now I'm going to the gym and taking more time away from my family. We could talk ourselves in and out of anything we want. We are masters at manipulating our own behaviors. We just want to give you the tools to manipulate it in the great way so that you can get to the gym and reach those desires, those visions, those hopes that you set out to. Yes. Now, Misty, with that, I want to ask you, give me one or two things we can do particularly, what well, our audience can do particularly to regroup. And I know for me, I always talk about eat, sleep, move, and breathe, right? How those things will help regroup, but also move you from a place of stress to success, which by the way, just released a new information available for helping you move from stress to success. But what are some things they can do, Misty, to help them regroup? One of the ways is to change your state. And you could change your state just as simple as shifting your shoulders, Mm -hmm. walking out of a room, standing up, sitting down. As soon as we add movement, it switches our mindsets. Uh, what I've been coaching lately, especially to our Zoomers out there, to not be Zoombies when you're, if you're stuck by your computer all day is take five minute breaks and get outside. Yes. Uh, we have a fun thing that we do when we do our live trainings. In the middle of our live trainings, we'll have people squat. And yeah, in the beginning, people are like, I don't know about this. And then after we hit 10, a majority of the room's like, 10 more. Right. 10 more. <laughs> what it does is it just shoots energy to you in moments yes. that you might be depleted. We found that people who are depleted in energy tend to have negative thought patterns. So what we want to do is get that energy back up so that you could refocus. Another technique that Kimberly just mentioned is take a breath. So powerful. Take a breath, take a moment, Mm. take a step back. What about you, Kimberly? What are some tips that you train? You know, one of the things I believe is important in regrouping is think about how food and movement impacts your body. Misty mentioned the movement aspect. That's going to change your energy, change your state and allow you to bring in some positive energy and positive thoughts. Now, as you move, as you breathe, and what you eat has an impact. If you're eating crappy food, guys, you're going (laughs) to notice that that crappy food has an impact on your brain and your body. You're going to become lazy, feeling lackadaisical, no energy, and you're done. When you get home, you will really be done and ready to finish your day. But if you eat power foods, sources of energy, green foods, you're going to find you have more energy to really deal with the day, deal with everything that's going on and not only deal with, but then go to that next level. So as you look at these things to regroup, I want to talk next about how to remove. Mm. Now, we talked about refocusing and the need to regroup. Sometimes in our lives, we have to learn to remove certain elements. Sometimes it may be a person. Is there someone in your life that brings you havoc and hell 
over <laughs> and over again. Now, I do believe that some of those people are in our life for a reason to help us grow. But truth be told, they also stop us in our tracks. If you are looking to go to the next level and there are people in your life that are negative Nelly and telling you, you can't, it's not possible. They don't see your vision or your dream. They're not the ones that you need to keep close. You may need to take a step back and remove them from your space. And you know, there's a, there's a thing on Facebook. Instead of deleting them as a friend, you can pause them and then they don't just show up. So I get sometimes it's family members and you're like, I can't remove them completely, but you can decrease the time you spend with them and around them. Yes. You know, the expression that we are the sum total of the five people we spend our time with. And so look at your circle, look at the people you are connected with and you allow in your space. Because if those people are not energizing you, but instead de-energizing you, they're not the ones, friend. And again, we're not saying to just totally remove them from your lives, but we're saying remove the level of interaction that you have. Do you know what I also have to remove? What's that? Apps from my phone that are games. (laughs) Yes. Because they're time wasters. Yes. You are wasting tons of time. And right now, the studies are showing that people are more engaged on social media, on their phone, than they are with their friends and family, people right in front of them. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Misty, but I have. You go into a restaurant and people are there for dinner and everyone's sitting on their phone. They're not talking to each other. They are talking to the phone, talking to the friends, laughing and all these different things. And when we think about that, those things are not healthy for us, especially if we have results that we are hoping to accomplish. Sitting on your phone first thing in the morning instead of getting out of that bed is not going to motivate you to get that run in or go to the gym. You've got to remove that. Not only your phone, but remove other things that are just clearly distracting you, things that are not serving you well. I'll give you an example, classic one. If you are looking to lose weight, we've got to remove the junk out the pantry. Yep, (laughs) I said it, remove the junk out the pantry because you can't eat what isn't there. And I know that that journey to success involves the removal of the junk. Now, here's the funny thing. I have to tell you a story. My mother lives with me. She is a junkaholic, sugaraholic. And every time we go to the store, she's trying to buy five and six sugar things from cakes to cookies to ice cream and all these things. I've now come to a point where I'm like, no, you can't have that. I feel so bad. I'm like, no, you can't have that. You can't have that. You can't have that. Because truth be told is if it's in the house, she's going to eat it. Whether she sneaks it (laughs) or it's openly there and available to her. But I want her to value her health so much that she doesn't want it. And that way, I just keep it out of her reach, right? Yeah, I want to, I do want to plug this really quick, though, is that we as especially Americans, we're addicted to sugar, and we don't even know it. In fact, the more we want sugar, it's a sign of the more that we're addicted to it. And if you do a sugar detox, yes, and you're able to take that away, you'll come to a point where you're not craving the sugar where in fact, when you eat something that's too sugary, you don't want it, you're repelled to it and you want more of the fresher stuff. But if your body's craving that sugar stuff, it's because you're probably having too much of it. But there is programs out there. Uh, I know Kimberly herself runs one 
uh, sugar detox and, and helping your gut with health. So the thing is, if you're going to have some big audacious hairy goals in 2021, there's got to be some stuff in place to support that. Because unfortunately, what we do is we have goals, they feel good. But the second we come across something, we tend not to try to, you know, the force, right? If this, if this force is hitting this wall and this wall and the force is not strong, you're going to not complete. That's but if this right. force is strong, you're going to, those obstacles aren't even going to be there. So what I do is give you the things to help you get through those obstacles, because guess what? As soon as you want something, stuff is going to start to stand in the way and you're going to have to figure out things to go over, under, or around. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it. And that's where that removal comes into place. And I love it, Misty, because one of the things you said was one, getting something in place to help you succeed. So I will tell you, I'll drop the link to my five-day sugar detox Actually, I'm going to give away my five-day sugar detox program Woo! to start you on that journey if sugar is a challenge for you. But as you look at that, think about reframing. And I'll use sugar as a part of the reframe process. That is really reframing how you see something, right? I see sugar. Yes, it's natural. Yes, it's a part of a lot of things that we eat. But you know what? Me taking sugar out of that addictive state, because study shows that sugar is 80 times more addictive than cocaine. <laughs> wow. So if I reframe how I see it and see sugar as, wow, it's addiction. It's not good for me. I don't want it. I'm reframing it from, I want it. I need to have it. It's joy in my life. Yes, it is a part of a joy because everyone loves a sweet tooth. Everyone loves something sweet to bring joy to their hearts. But when we reframe it and recognize that it is not beneficial for us. You know, I once read a quote that says, it may be permissible, but it's not beneficial. And as you go from resolutions to results, you're now reaching for something that's going to prove beneficial to you. Misty, I see. Oh my God. I'm so excited. You, you said something and it made me, my brain explode. You said a five day. Yeah. You didn't say a 25 day, a year, five year, you a five day. Yeah. Now the crazy part, we are in such a society where we just get things when we want them. Right. I want a song. Oh, I can listen to it right now. I want food. I can go get like, but five days is not a long time. Not at all. Five days. If you're committed to feeling better to your health, to even dropping weight, five days is nothing. But sadly, people will, will stop after day one. They will because of the reasons that they've told themselves, I need sugar. I must have sugar. Sugar is the joy of my life. But sugar is also linked to a lot of these diseases like cancers, diabetes, high cholesterol, blood pressure, and the list goes on and on. As a health coach on the health coach hat, as a health coach, <laughs> I deal with this all the time. And you know what? Sugar is the thing that holds the weight in and mm -hmm. keeps you from achieving your goals. So I designed a five-day beginning baby step process to help you just get started. Now, it Love continues. It. I have 21 days and 30 days and the number goes on, but I know that if you can get a handle of it in just five days, your heart will see <laughs> that you can be happy without sugar in your life. But we've got to reframe it, how we see it right now today and where we want to be. And I love it because sometimes where, where we're at financially, where we are physically, where we're mentally, where we're health wise, that took years to get here. It yeah. took years to get here. Absolutely. A lot of decisions, a lot of non-decisions, right? A lot of do's, a lot of don'ts. 
But then we get here and we're like, I want this to change overnight. Yeah. See how that doesn't make sense? So part of that is the reframe is understanding it's the steps when I'm self-aware of it. I can now take those steps. Yeah. Those small baby steps. And Kimberly, we have a three, is it a three-step process to focus on? Yes. Three things that we want you to think about and get excited about as you go from resolutions to really creating real results for yourself. And, and we broke it down in a couple of ways. And I'll tell you, we had a lot of contemplation and discussion about <laughs> it, but I believe you're going to get excited. The first three, first of the three things you want to do to get into gear for the new year is number one is vision. Misty, tell them a little bit about what you mean, what we mean by vision. And I just want to preface it because I, I think you said something very important. These are things that you need to reframe and get excited for. Studies show that if you're in a higher energy, you're more likely to learn and you're more likely to do. So if we can get you the small little daily things to get you in a higher energy, this work is going to be, need I say, fun. (laughs) So how do you get excited? Well, we want you to tap into and get excited for your visions, your ambitions, your dreams, those little things inside that fire you up, like the, the things that you want. And it could be material People think material is bad. It doesn't have to be. I One of my big visions is a house on the beach because I love the ocean. Another big vision I have, and me and Kimberly were just talking about it yesterday, is a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So you want to be able to live in both worlds. I want to be able to receive and give. Yeah. And I want to get excited for my dreams. Because sometimes as adults, have you ever asked a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? And their eyes light up. And depending on the age, they're like a football playing ballerina, astronaut. <laughs> Now there's no, that that's literally, they get super excited and you ask a doll and they're like, well, I have a job. Right. So right. we want to switch that. We want that childlike energy for the things that you want in your life. And I read a study. It said most millionaires before this whole dot bubble. So take that out to the top technology wise, the most millionaires, forties and fifties. That's it. Forties and fifties is the average of millionaires. And even, even Colonel Sanders, seventies. Yes. Yes. So it's not age. It's exciting. It's inspiring because we know that we're in that season in our lives and many of our listeners are as well. So the young ones, as well as the old ones. So when you think about this, there is still room for you to see that success in your life, regardless of your age, but it all starts with vision, right? I just want to also point out, we are at a time where babies are becoming millionaires because of the technology and the social media Everything's really available. I don't care if you're two years old to yeah. 90 opportunity is out there. And that's exciting for the first time in the, where we're at any age can literally do the things they need to do and acquire their dreams. So true. You know, I was just listening to Gary V the other day and he was talking about, this is so cool. He was talking about that organizations today are missing out on the true wealth of the organization. And what he said is that, 50-year-olds are the sweet spot. They are the source of inspiration because they have the the experience, they have the insights, and they can help organizations go to the next level. So I was excited because, you know, (laughs) 50, and I'm like, yes, the wealth of knowledge that can be pulled from someone of this nature is valuable. So one thing I want to say, though, as we talk about getting excited for your vision, recognizing that's your dreams, your hopes, and your desires. Recognize that 
without vision, people perish. And so we want you to get excited, whatever it is. If you want to be the best sweet, uh, sweet sweeper, I can't get that out. Sweet street street sweeper. sweeper. There you go. If you want to be the best street sweeper there is, do it and believe in yourself, believe in your goal, dream about it, write about it and make that vision real for you. Right, Misty? So I have the vision and I'm excited. What's the next step? The journey. So here's the truth. We all have a journey in our lives that we're going to follow. Where you are today is as a result of this journey. And I believe that life isn't understood until you look backwards. Number one, I've learned that the hard way. We want to see more on the front end, but sometimes it's looking back to what we've been through, what we've experienced. So when you think about the journey, recognize that number one, who you are today is not who you have to be the rest of your life. As humans, we have the ability to evolve and transform into someone amazing. She just, Misty just mentioned Colonel Seven, uh, Sanders at 70. I know J.K. Rowling, who is responsible for million dollar book enterprise, started at 50. So when you think about that, that journey it's all a part of your story. My childhood led me to the teenage, to the early adult years, to today. And even though there are times when I may have been a little not so pleased with the journey or the step that I was at, it was for a purpose. And that excites me because the opportunities that have been presented to me, the disappointments that have allowed that I've undergone all led me to right here today. Misty, what about your journey? I love it. I always was talking about there's a heroine or a hero, right? In every book, every movie. And that that's what makes the movie is that transition of who they are to who they become. Mm. And that's the journey. It's getting to become that person to accomplish the things that need to accomplish on that next level. Who you are today will not get you the things that you want today. You have to have that transformation to reach those bigger dreams, to reach those bigger visions. Yeah. So I guess that's it, right? We're all done. We have the vision. We have the journey. We can lock. We can just close up. No, uh-uh. No. How? how? But I have you a vision and a journey. No. I'm you excited. Can't you, you can't do that, Misty. Don't forget the effort, a.k.a. work. Close up <laughs> in work. And I work, know work, this work, is work, the work. thing that most of you are like, no, I don't want to do the work. But anything worth having requires work. I want you to write that down. Anything worth having requires work. We can't get there on our beauty. We can't get there on our reputation. We can't get there just based on who we know and what we know and how we do it. We'd have to get to work. And I'll tell you, that's probably the most challenging thing of all. If you're looking to become a million dollar salesman and reach that company's highest level, guess what? You've got to pick up that phone. You've got to set those appointments. You have to do the work. And that doesn't, no one's excused from that step. But again, and you know what? Yeah. Work has such a negative connotation, right? When you're little homework, it's not exciting. It's like, oh, work, I got to do at home and I can't play. And have people, I got to go to work or um, any minute away from my job's a good man. Like, so it's such a societal word to the word work. Yeah. This is where you could practice the reframe. Do the work. Yeah, right. Athletes. Uh, I love reading about Kobe Bryant. And one of the stories is it was a big NBA game. And one of the players on the other team came in and Kobe was already there. 
and Kobe was practicing. And he said he stayed an hour. And when he left, Kobe was still there. And he said he wasn't just shooting shots. He was running and he was playing like it was a real game. And he said after the game, Kobe had won. He like scored 50 points. He did really well. The guy came up to him and he said, man, how long were you in that gym before the game even started working, getting ready? And Kobe said, long enough so that you know, no matter how hard you work, I'll always be, I'll always work harder. Woo, that is power. You'll but never embraced it. Right? What was that, Missy? I missed it. I'm oh, sorry. I said he embraced the work. He's like, yeah. it doesn't matter. You work two hours, I'm going to work three. You work four, I'm going to work five. I will always outwork you. And that gets me excited. That doesn't make me think work. That gets me like, yes, let's, let's get to work. Because that's yeah. exciting when you say it that way. Isn't there a song, work, 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 work? It's something song called work, <laughs> work, 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 work. Because that's the true essence of life right? It's the true essence of life. So we want to encourage you, don't skip the work. Don't fear the work. Don't, don't put it in the back burner. Recognize that in order for you to achieve your success, the greatness that you know that you were created to be, get to work, friends. Get to work because hard work pays off, period. Period. Right, Misty? Put in the effort. That's it. Missy's, she's so diplomatic. She wants to call it effort. We went back <laughs> and forth and thought about effort we versus thought. work. And I said, no, we can call it effort. Absolutely. But it's work. <laughs> <laughs> you can label it whatever you want. It's still going to be work. That's it. So where can we start with our visions? Well, we are doing a couple things. We are hosting a vision board event online what day is that misty sunday 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 get those calendars out if you don't have it already sunday the 27th of the now you're all christmas is over you've opened your gifts yeah put on the holiday you stepped on the scale right you're like oh the holiday way so sunday from 2 to 3 30 Yes. And you know what? Our whole purpose for hosting this event is to inspire you to action. We know that when you have a vision, you're going to be able to then move forward. But we're not just going to help you build your vision boards. We have a continuation to that where we're going to work on those goals that come behind to support the vision and then the implementation steps. So we're going to walk you through the entire process, but we're going to start with the fun part, which is the vision board aspect. So we're going to drop the link in our show notes, and we want to invite you to be a part of this experience. It's online via Zoom. We're going to be partnering with Canva, which this podcast is actually um, sponsored by Canva. So we want to give you the insights, the information you need to make your visions and your dreams a reality. Yes. So make sure you take a look at the show notes, be prepared to get ready to get into action into 2021. Remember, we don't wait to January 1st to get started. We're getting started now, right now, today. And remember, there is something out there waiting for you. It's time to go Go get get it. it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. 
Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.